So should we get going? Aramikla Mapo. Hmm. Let's go. Awesome. Ashi, how are things? How is it all going? Hi. All good. How is it going with you? How are you? Great. What's the vibe like um, after the success of PS2? What's what's happening within the team? Going good. There's still a little bit of work left, so I think uh, most of us are just working on that. But we'll wrap things up by the end of the month. That is for deliveries for Amazon Prime and uh, digital partners, satellite partner, and all. So while the theatrical film is out, our work is not yet complete. Um, but it's good. It's obviously great to be part of this um, entire. I mean, the last four years have just been incredible. Being a part of PS One and then two from pre-production shoot. Post, uh, it's been incredible. Sometimes a little surreal. Can't actually believe that it's over, um, or at least going to get over soon. It's yeah. just gone on for so long that it feels like a little bit lost. Like okay, so now what? Like now I don't know what's next. So let's see. Do you have some sort of a what do you call? I don't want to call it some sort of a depression or something after being super busy and then all of a sudden it's like. Pretty quiet. Uh, no, I wouldn't call it depression. I basically, it's like uh, you know, for many people, they might wake up like when they're in their adult life and working randomly. They might wake up one morning and be like, "Oh my god, I missed my exam," and then they'll mm. process that. I'll they probably finished school like ten years ago or something. Mm. So little like that. So some days when because we're so used to everything being like like really rushed and like so much happening at the same time that on like normal days or like chill days it just feels like i'm constant i feel like i'm constantly forgetting something so that's it and then obviously you just realize that you know everything's fine like the film is done there's nothing left to forget at this point like everything is out there yeah uh so it's just that feeling of oh my god i think i'm forgetting something or is this done is that done whatever that's it right i'm sure i'm sure we're going to go deep into a lot of uh, those things so so you graduated recently is it or Because I was seeing I, your graduation pic, so that's why I'm asking. I graduated in 2019, as in okay. I finished my masters in 2019. But uh, because of the pandemic, my graduation ceremony that was supposed to be in 2020 got pushed. So it finally ended up happening only last year in uh, April. Okay. May. And what did you study again? I didn't study anything related to film. I studied uh, management. I studied digital business and management in my masters and. Uh, uh e- like management in my undergrad focusing on mm. a lot of e- econ okay and how did the transition happen or was I that a conscious thing or like i mean you always uh, aspired to do or it just happened to be no no i always wanted to do film uh, college was not actually the goal at all i was pretty right. content to um wait hold on that might be my audio this this Yeah, sorry. So no, you asked, uh, you know, how I got into film. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do film. Um, even when I was in school, I was really interested in uh, theater. Though it wasn't like at a much smaller, only like school scale. Like it was not like national or anything like that. Uh, but I really enjoyed doing that. I used to dance a lot, and um, I went for like a lot of films. I was really crazy about movies, any language. Um, I used to watch a lot. and i didn't want to go to college i thought i'll just get into this straight i wanted to stay in chennai and do it but my family would be keen that you know i 
study something and you know like so worst case scenario you have like a fallback so i said okay i didn't mind and um, i did my undergrad at the university of nottingham from 2015 to 18 and then i did my masters immediately because typical desi families i knew that if i come back and work eventually they'll start putting pressure saying you have to do masters you have to do masters so i thought okay me as well finish it in 4 years and then come back like once and for all okay. uh, but when i was in college i interned with uh, mani sir on carter uh, valide right and uh, the environment was like crazy so how i was did you end up uh, uh i i had the opportunity to meet so like i bumped into him um at a couple of places and every time i met him i would constantly ask him uh, if i could work with him the first time i asked him i was in 8th uh, grade like i remember it like really well and i actually have a picture with so i think from then or maybe like a, a year later like the next time i asked him but then he said you're in school and you should finish school and then come back to me after so i said okay so i asked him again like the summer school ended but that was the summer after okay kanmani had released Mm-hmm. so uh and i was also like a little traveling because before college and chilling with friends and all there was not it was not like i guess the apt moment for an internship but then everything kind of fell into place after my first year in that summer so i worked on carter valley day for 3 months and uh, i can't actually i can't even say worked on because i was like a deer in the headlights like i had no idea what was happening it was like my first time on a film set um and like with actors and i had no idea up until that point like how many people are actually required to make a film we had never i had never been part of a short film or anything like that so it was completely new to me and there were just so many people running around doing so many different things that it it was very uh, exciting just to kind of be a part of it even to just be like a fly on the wall and just see what was happening who was doing what uh and how what they did impacted like the final product and mm-hmm. everything so mm-hmm. that was quite fun and, and i got asked, like why did you want to work with him like because you bumped into him multiple times and you kept telling him no no, no 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 um i like i've seen a lot of manisha's films right. like growing up and it was uh, even when i was in college alai paide was the film i used to watch like every sunday Uh, right. sometimes with my flatmate sometimes alone it's just like your comfort watch yeah. like it's good cinema every time you notice something like different or new like once i remember we just focused on the costumes entirely and like you know the colors and the music of course is incredible so you know i i watched a lot of his films throughout and it it had like commercial elements i and it always kept me curious to understand oh my god how could he stage it like this or how did he understand um the emotions and how it came through like it was it was really nice for me to watch so i was like if i'm going to work in it then i would want to work only for him um at least I'd, like it it was very clear to me from before i didn't ask anybody else also i my plan was like i had no i didn't have a plan i just knew that something i wanted to do mm. and i happened to meet him so i asked him and then i asked him again and then so was kind enough to offer uh, me okay. the internship so yeah it just it just kind of happened it was not like there was no structure to it uh, i definitely had it mm. like easy in that sense i guess 
it just kind of happened um Did yeah you and tell him that you're his biggest fan and all i'm sure he knows right okay this this podcast is going to be the battle of the biggest fans biggest money yeah. fan money sir fan and ar yeah. fan yeah so let's battle i mean that. i'm i'm a big fan of ar and sir also so okay. we can battle in every way it's fine <laughs> kidding right okay Awesome, man. So when when you started interning, right? W- what was yeah. your day one task? Like, I mean, just curious. What did they tell you? Like, what do they ask you to do? So the lead actor on that was Karthi uh, sir. Mm-hmm. The lead actor was on that was Karthi sir, who I worked with again now on PS and Aditi Rao mm-hmm. Hedri. Mm-hmm. So my first task on set. I mean, I was there for a couple of weeks of pre-production. So mm-hmm. at that point, it was a lot of making decks and. uh sitting in on um, you know like a couple of uh, auditions and stuff like that mm-hmm. and just going through like the script and just kind of understanding what was going to happen but no matter how much i prepped i think in pre production shoot is what just like blew my mind away like i had no idea how right. that would be so i think the first task i had was uh, just to help with getting the a- a- artist ready and getting her to set So I was just standing outside her vanity van, and you know, I again, I had like no idea what to do. And then everyone used to come and tell me that, okay, this is this person in her team, that's that person in her team. She was also like really, really sweet and like yeah. very patient when she wanted like the, uh, you know, like the script or like the scenes for that day. So I had to run to the assistant uh, director, Keetana, get it from her, give it to her, then just sit with her on it as she went through it. So right. that was. in essence what i did like on day one first at like 4 am in the morning uh, because manisha always starts early so aditi was in her vanity van and she was getting ready when all of this was happening and parallelly i was when i was waiting outside the vanity i could see you know set was mm-hmm. uh, being uh, i mean was get, everyone was getting things ready for set art department was running around uh, camera crew started arriving light men started arriving and they were trying to set things up uh just so much was happening that it was i was like really lost but i was having fun being lost so i was just kind of going with the flow and then seeing where it went right so uh uh obviously your role is a line producer right is uh yeah i was a junior line producer on pony uh, and selvan 1 and 2 oh right okay and what was your role in the earlier film In uh, Banam Kodutum, I was an assistant line producer, right. uh, and then in Kartra Valley Day, I was the direction department intern. Okay, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, nice. So once the shoot finishes, you're also involved mm-hmm. in the post production as well. I wasn't for Kartra because that was only for three months, but uh, I was for PS One, PS Two, and Banam right. Kodutum. Okay. Wow. Okay. Right. Okay. Before I deep dive into that, um, what? as you might already be aware uh, sharda trilogy has also been on the podcast mm, bijoy has been on this podcast and yeah. uh, i've i've gained a little bit of insight about what happens in a money sir's world um to an extent obviously you would know more so one of the things i think sharda ji said in her podcast was money sir likes to keep his team tiny not not a huge team uh is that how it was like for you as well like yeah yeah considering the project like ponian selvan and yeah yeah definitely like how big was your team can you just talk me through about how big was your produ- production team 
I mean, your so, uh, line. How how many line producers do you have in a team? So there, I mean, so in production, uh, Shivasa was the executive producer, yeah, yeah. and then we had Barney, who was the line producer, and uh, Ria, Abhinav, and I worked with Barney and uh, with Shivasa to ensure everything that was needed kind of happened. We also had about uh, four or five production managers who helped us a lot uh, during shoot, but. Yeah. in pre production and in post it was basically uh just about four or five of us okay right understand and then do they assign a some sort of a department to each of these line producers like were you responsible for something the i'm just see, asking as a complete outsider no everyone is kind of in charge of one department for sure but the way manisha and shivasa um handle office is just everyone should be aware of everything that's going on because that's the best way you that's you learn otherwise you will have like very uh, you'll know everything probably there is to know about one department but you'll have no idea about anything else and uh, especially like on a film like ps i think the learning opportunities was a lot so mm. even if like we all individually took care of only like one thing because we were on like so many whatsapp groups and yeah. uh, email threads and stuff like that we would all constantly just be aware of okay i am doing this but that's what's happening there parallelly so at any given point of time if uh, the senior sirs asked us anything we would also to an extent have knowledge on what was happening to a base level and then obviously call the main person in charge to get the details so i think i think it was a great way to learn honestly uh uh-huh. Yeah, I can imagine, and I've also watched uh, Mr. Shiva's interview with uh, Baddy Bharadwaj, right? And he, I think he mentioned in that there were like 140 WhatsApp groups or something like that. Yeah, yeah, How definitely. With that many groups, <laughs> it all kind of developed over time. So yeah. I think you, we had one for just like the assistant directors and the people in production. Then we had one with Shiva sir and all the assistant directors and the people in production. Yeah. Then we had. one with money sir then we had a group with the editor uh, shrikar prasad sir so i mean everything just kept getting added by which point we were already used to the ones we had before so it just kind of snowballed how long was the pre production phase for ps started in 2019 and uh, like midway or towards the second half of 2019 to be honest and uh, we went we started shoot um, that same year december in uh, thailand um and then pandemic because of the pandemic we had to stop um in march right and i think and then, yeah sorry uh, i was going to say no no go ahead is it is it during the pre production stage where uh manisha and arr sir traveled to thailand for the music thing uh they went to bali oh okay yeah right ah yeah So uh, they went you there or no 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 i i i wasn't there i was still uh, finishing my dissertation okay. um, <laughs> i mean i would have loved to be there but i feel even if i had come back to chennai that is a uh, uh, an honor that's reserved for uh, you know the likes of mani sir rehman sir shiva sir there of course of course of course yeah so naturally uh, 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 so they went to bali i think in august of 2019 understand yeah yeah i think they went then for about a week or two weeks and uh, like shivasa told me about it uh, after they came back but and we got like a lot of pictures and videos when they were there 
yeah of the different places they were going what they were seeing and uh, you know like various instruments and stuff like that it was really nice to see um i think even ramansa has spoken about it in uh, some interview i can't remember which one but he spoke about and it ha- um the devarala natam song from ps1 and uh, how it uh, how the monkey chant and it was actually a monkey chant that led to this right correct so we had seen videos of that also it was really nice to see that and then when i heard the track that we use for shoot and then when i heard the final um you know the mastered and mixed track at the end then it was just it was like nice to see the whole thing come together actually uh, i can't resist myself asking this so uh, since you mentioned about you know the track during the shoot uh, bijoy did mention that you get what's called the shooting mix yeah uh, yeah glad i still remember the term so obviously you would have shot the shoot uh, you know the song sequence with the shooting mix um quite quite obviously is when the it's not a fully produced track right only later you get to hear and stuff like that so um but you know the orchestration and there there's so many things that gets introduced in the post production i mean and with the fully produced track if i can get that right so do you feel missed out on the fact that oh uh, i wish this was there in the shooting mix we could have probably captured this bit in the visuals sort of a thing i mean uh, or that that's I, never a thought that because me being a hardcore fan i i'm like i'm i i look for all the little nuances in every song and things like that so not that i'm saying something was missing in the visual i'm just just generally no, i mean it's a great question but i personally feel like i like the shooting version itself i think that itself is like a really killer track yeah um and then after that once post production and stuff happens i'm like it's it's like 10x better 100x better and it's nice to be blown away by that because then it's like i didn't even know that this track could get that mm. much better i have already been in love with it from the beginning yeah so it, it it's a nice pleasant surprise that just keeps happening uh like every step of the way like every um single bit of post itself it's not like the whole thing is just done in like one go uh-huh. it's first like one layer is added and then it sounds like so nice and then they add one more layer and you're just like oh my god it's even better mm-hmm. and then it, like rehman sir and team just keep adding like more and more to it and it's nice to see that happen i don't feel like uh if we had that final version and i mean i'm sure it it's just nice as is like the process the way it is like i i quite yeah. like it and is it so um how should i put it so when a shooting mix arrives right uh does does the entire team actually get to hear it like or is it kind of secretive that only manisha will hear it first and then obviously first it goes just to sir huh. uh first it just goes to manisha and uh then he shares it with uh like a few of the assistant directors and uh shiva sir and uh so has a lot of his ex ads who come um to you know help out on set like associate mm-hmm. directors like um bijoy sir dana sir uh dinesh sir mm-hmm. so they keep coming uh, shard sir they come for a lot of sir's uh, shoots whenever just to like help him out even if it's just for like a week or 10 days or whenever they can they just come and help so uh maybe they hear it of course like if choreography is involved then brinda master and uh, maybe one or two of her assistants and then they do like a rough rehearsal and then they show so then so 
shares his thoughts it's a very like collaborative process in that sense with the hods and it's just nice to kind of see how things snowball and uh finally become what it is right okay so yeah we hear it um at that stage and then of course when we are shooting it keeps playing so then you hear it a lot and by that point it's like you you're addicted to the songs and then you can't wait for i remember like we were shooting um in 2021 mm. and uh, ps2 release ps1 released only in 2022 september Correct. and i like it the song was just running in my mind constantly like from then pony nadi specifically oh, yeah. it, like i enjoyed the shoot so much and i loved the track so much so i was like really thrilled that it was the first single because i was like finally this thing that's like a earworm for me and it's just been like playing on loop in my mind for so long which i've been humming only in office like with my like friends with in office or whatever and then to finally have the track so now i can though i can't sing well but like at least i can sing it out loud now rather than just oh. in my mind so it, that was like wild what well, well, so how long was that song sequence shoot for pony nadi just out of curiosity couple of days yeah okay and how did the actors react to that song like karthi sir loved it karthi sir karthi sir loved it even right from the beginning everyone loved the track yeah yeah vrinda master loved the track karthi sir loved the track even when uh we were not even when the camera was not rolling but the song was just playing uh, like a lot of people were just like grooving behind the camera this and that it, it's a, it's a peppy number so it really gets everyone quite uh, into so cool what about mani sir what did he say about the track when he heard it first or has he had any comments like have you heard him speak anything about the music or the songs in particular um mani sir also keeps uh, talking about how you know you you get like a bass version of the track and then you know it sounds really good and then even if we think a lot of times that you know it's really nice mm-hmm. rahman sir adds lot of levels to it and then it just becomes better and better and better mm-hmm. and so, uh, has ar sir come to the sets at all like during ps1 no right okay we would have loved for it but uh, it just didn't happen right okay L- okay now let's take a few steps back now um being a fan then you landed on the sets on day 1 and now you're working with somebody you idolized um what was it like i mean working with manisha on day 1 and then were you nervous well, excited or a bit of both for sure uh, are people usually nervous when manisha is around on the sets and all or definitely <laughs> yeah definitely definitely um yeah it was a little uh, quite scary daunting but also very exciting uh mm-hmm. couldn't believe that it had actually happened or was happening uh couldn't really believe that but then so much is happening on a set at any given point of time that you don't really have that much time to kind of take it all in before you do something else has happened so you need to run to do something else or mm-hmm. go to be somewhere else and then it just moves on from there so mm-hmm. thankfully even when i've been like really really like nervous or stressed or worried about something 
something or the other will happen so i won't have time to actually feel that nervousness you just get into the other mood and move on right and um, i i as i mentioned earlier i watched uh, shivas's uh, interview with bharatwaj right he said one of uh, something different or unique that he did in ps is the fact that the entire the line the production team or the line producers everyone got to read the script so that yeah. they really aware so what yeah. was like so generally that doesn't happen generally yeah. i don't think it shared with the lp team only like i think the ep and the assistant directors um would get to read it but uh, this time because it was like a really big film mm. um and a lot of uh, departments were obviously involved plus lot more coordination had to happen mm. because uh, let's say the uh, crowd count obviously is way more than if you're shooting like any uh, like a regular film for that matter you have maybe like 20 25 people in the background but now for example for ps you'll have way more and they'll all have to do a lot it could be uh, action it could be stunt it could be you know just they could just be like juniors who are part of the scene but in the background there's a lot that had to be done which can only happen or i guess uh, both the sirs felt it would happen a lot more efficiently if everyone was clear on what was happening and why it had to happen in that particular way so once we read the script and then when the assistant directors made the call sheets and would share okay so tomorrow this is what we're doing day after this is what we're doing when we're doing the schedule planning itself in the pre production phase it was a lot easier to understand what the requirements were from the direction department side and then try to execute it in like the best possible way mm. so it was just a lot easier to do having read the script i feel without that it it would have taken like a little bit longer or it would have led to more questions as to why is this needed or why is that needed but then once we read it and then they shared their requirements like it just kind of made sense and everything that happens is very like collaborative so mm. um so ishan was ishan mohan is the was the costume ad for ps1 and 2 and i a lot of my work also involved like coordinating with the artists and therefore the hair makeup and costume departments and stuff so it could be like simple requirements like let's say flowers ishan would always be very particular on you know he wanted this particular flower and it was not necessarily easily available immediately around where we were shooting it would be like a really long drive away and mm-hmm. then someone would have to go get it and come back and it'll have to be fresh and last the whole day mm-hmm. because for whenever the shot has to happen um but then when you know that the director has written it in such a way that or they are very clear that it can't just be any flower but like specifically that one then you just have to find a way to do it so we ended up going and getting like a big bunch getting a lot of ice boxes trying to keep it fresh and so that it like lasts the whole day and then uh i mean it it just was like a lot easier otherwise i would have had to get into like one long argument with them, why do you need this flower why can't you use this flower can't you adjust with this which is not like required at right. all right it's just a lot more collaborative and everyone is on the same page and want uh, have that same vision for the end product to be like mm. as incredible as possible and i think everyone from the cast to the crew everybody came together to make that happen right okay and uh, 
what was i going to say um so having read the script you kind of knew what was coming next you were sort of well prepared i was prepared yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was prepared but um, you can never predict it, uh, everything and i think that's that's why i wanted to get into film that's what yeah. i enjoyed about my internship as well that like nothing was really predictable like there'll be some googly thrown at you from somewhere or the other yeah, some like curve ball will come um yes maybe or anything that came from manisha which was a complete curve ball <laughs> see now off the top of my head i yeah i'm just thinking which one to uh say um so i'll give you an example where, uh, that involves uh, rehman sir also so mm-hmm. generally uh, because this film uh, we had all the songs that released in five languages right before every uh, when every recording happens there's always an assistant director um anbu always goes and kind of ensures that it's done uh, really smoothly in all languages we check with the lyricist uh, then so hears it and then rehman sir obviously is there for the whole process along with suresh kartik nakul mm-hmm. everyone from their side so the night before the song was releasing we got all the tracks and uh, uh, like the final mastered version or whatever and then we just um we checked it and we realized that in um, telugu one of the words was like mispronounced oh Ac- accidentally right um, it it didn't sound the exact way that we would have wanted it to sound it's not like it's wrong but it's just slightly different mm. so anbu un- realized it and then uh, we were discussing and we were wondering what to do because it was already like middle of the night mm. so we just rushed to uh, panchatan which is so studio and uh, suresh was there and he was anyway working on the tracks so then we were like okay the song has to release tomorrow because by that point we had already communicated that the song was coming and everything was done it's just that one word so um, then we just told uh, uh, suresh and then suresh was like okay cool this is what we'll do so we he got uh, a couple of singers to come in the middle of the night who were anyway there for some other recording but he just asked them to come like a little earlier and then we just patched that and then they fixed it and then we showed the final track um, obviously and then everything was fine then we were like cool but at again at that point of time the initial reaction is always to panic and then only you get into okay now it has to be fixed anyway so how do you do it right and i think no matter what we had done this is despite there some uh, despite someone being there to check when the recording was happening and all but these kind of small things you tend to miss mm. and then you just realize but i mean it's good that we realized um right in time does it go up to manisha's level in terms of overseeing up to this point or uh... yeah yes manisha is involved in everything is that right wow yeah yeah and manisha was in the states at that point actually for his uh, uh, concert all the tours the tour that he was doing across the states yeah. so in that sense it was great because it was middle of the night in india but yeah. it was the day for him and the team who was with him so it was easy to reach uh, them also everyone was reachable thankfully right wow okay right and um 
uh of course i'm 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 very uh, intrigued so i just want to ask more i mean what's what's the day in at the sets when money sir is around so the day starts at 4am yeah the day starts at 4am if not earlier Can you say 4 uh, you, you leave the home at 4 you're like or at the set at 4 at the set at 4 so what time do you wake up and so you don't sleep no no we sleep uh we let's say we shot in ramoji film city uh for a while so obviously then we were staying at ramoji so you only have to wake up let's say about uh 20 minutes or half an hour before four right. because the commute time is like 2 minutes or 3 minutes mm. from the hotel to the set so it's not a lot um but in godavari the commute to the location was quite a long time it was almost like 2 or 3 hours mm. so at that point we'd have to wake up even earlier but it's fun because it's like there are so many people who are all up at the same time and uh, you know everyone and is that's including the actors is it at four yeah yeah yeah, oh. yeah definitely definitely uh like the number of days that we've woken trisha up at like 3 o'clock and then been like okay you need to come to set by 4 uh, you so that you can start getting ready because the kundavai bun takes like huh. a really long time to set it's not easy at all like her hair alone will take about like 2 or 3 hours so if we need to roll like first thing in the morning with that morning light then she needs to start getting ready even earlier and honestly to her credit and to her team's credit like rohini umesh who did her hair and makeup um or like aka and uh, team who did the costumes and stuff like it, it's really like kudos to everyone for coming together mm. um like uh, and hyderabad was cold Mm. It was really cold when you we were shooting, like in the morning, which again I didn't anticipate at all. I was like, Hyderabad must be hot. Never been there before. Then we landed up there, and four in the morning, it's just freezing. Yeah. Till like nine, nine thirty in the morning, it was just so cold. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the the day in the set. So that was your morning. What happens after that? Ah, uh, so they they come, they get ready. Um. we have to be there a little before they come just to set up and show that yeah. the generators are on the vanities are all there the vanity drivers um and the team will have to ensure that you know the vanity set artists come they start getting ready uh when they are doing their hair and makeup the costume team is prepping the clothes for the day by the time hair makeup is done costume goes in they get them set and finally we have jewelry which go in and that also takes like a fair bit of time because the jewelry we used in this film was all real it was mm. by a company from hyderabad called kishandas and co right so um that would take like time to put on the actual real jewelry well, the real bodyguard or someone to actually uh keep an eye on the jewelry is it or what uh it was uh, yeah not yeah bodyguards for sure i mean security security huh. and uh, like we had a production manager who was uh, you know in charge and just monitored it at all times and we wouldn't let it uh, get out of get into multiple people's hands mm. even within like the costume department um, only like two people were exclusively hand- handling jewelry and mm. though everyone would try and like step in and help out if anything was needed like the primary responsibility lay only with like a few people so that's the easiest way to ensure that no you know uh, nothing wrong happens mm mm Okay. So anyway, jewelry then go to set, and then um, sir is already there by then. Ravi Varman sir is already there mm. by then. Tota Tani sir is there by then. 
uh they've already been there for a while they've set up everything they've done the lighting they figured out the staging um mm-hmm. everything the actors are, are brought to set they are briefed and then after that that shoot just kind of carries on for the whole day so um, how many sequences in a day really depends okay really depends some days we shot uh like just one scene like the whole day from like different different angles axes mm-hmm. and stuff some days we've done like multiple different scenes uh but it's always like packed always uh packed days right okay and uh, what time is the wrap up or oh, that depends depends um some days we wrap by like 6 uh some days we wrap by 10 we've had days where we've done like double shift uh or full like an all nighter everybody and uh, it's been uh, i mean those craziness that comes with that too like sleep deprived craziness but it was fun mm. definitely wouldn't trade that experience in for uh, anything else right and very glad that i got to do it and w- w- of course it must have been pretty stressful as well right uh with back to back definitely definitely lots of stress but again i think um it doesn't actually hit you individually mm. because there are always like so many people involved so even if something was to happen it's not just you alone mm. it's like some 500 other people are impacted by the same problem everybody is trying to find a solution one way or the other right. and nobody is difficult or nothing is like a problem just for the heck of being a problem it's a problem because it's legit and has somehow happened in that way so now you it can be fixed everything can be fixed basically but i think it's very easy for me to say all this now that it's done i'm pretty sure at that point i was like oh my god like my world is coming to an end what has happened i'm sure in that in that moment everything feels like you know it's yeah. just doomed it's, right uh, all encompassing what well, was there a moment where you felt like you just wanted to run away uh not during shoot i <laughs> think uh, during uh, post production uh when we were doing the solar tour mm-hmm. uh we did it before ps1 and we did it before ps2 yeah. and during both the tours i wanted to run away is it right and why is that yeah. too much was happening at the same time in too many different places like you have to prep for the place you're going to next you have to be on ground yeah. um solving any you know problems or whatever and setting things up at the place we were at presently um and then there's still some things to tie up from like the previous day someone may have forgotten something some bills will have to be like signed off on or uh, followed up on actually so i'm in the past present and future all at the same time in three different locations uh and like during the tour we were functioning on very low sleep because we would f- finish promotions fly to one city spend a couple of hours there get ready attend promotions and then keep going like it happened continuously so dana sir ishan and i um we we were just like in zombie mode and at various stages i just felt like i can't do this i'm just going to run away like i can't but uh, then you just push and uh, yeah in retrospect i'm glad just yeah. at that moment it feels like the world is coming down on me like I, i i can't see a solution but then you give it time and then it's fine 
Right. So, so the challenges were more like logistical stuff, is it? Or yeah, uh, yeah, basically, <clears throat> uh, it's just something wouldn't be ready or something wouldn't arrive mm. in time, which you feel like is a requirement. But then invariably, something else will take even longer. So yeah. by the time you get there, it's sorted. Ultimately, okay. everything is sorted. It's just till that happens. Right. Right. and you know that uh, somebody who with whom you have toured with is a huge fan of arr sirators as well everybody who toured oh, is a is huge one. fan of arr there is one i'm sure you know uh, who are you referring to because i'm literally thinking of everybody all the actors all the uh, artist yeah. teams the costume team no but there is one who has kind of how should i say uh, self proclaimed uh that i am is huge fan and stuff like that who are you referring to sure yeah so i mean she is a huge fan for sure but i mean yeah. but who so is are, yeah yeah so kartik sir is a huge fan jayam ravi sir is a huge fan mm. everyone have you had any musical interactions we, with trisha we oh, on sorry. the charter flights that we took from each city Karthi yeah. sir would have a speaker, and he would just keep playing um, uh, Rahman sir's uh, songs, just like on loop. It would just be from his downloaded uh, collection on Spotify really? or Apple Music or whatever, and he would just keep playing. Like it would start with the PS2 album, mm. then it'll go into the PS1 album, and then it'll just be all his other albums also in general. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. And would that also include uh, Carter Valley, right? for all obvious reasons yeah 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 of course and um, i remember once he played uh, merselaiten from i uh-huh. and uh, vikram sir gave like a full live performance of you know him he enacted the song enacted. while it oh, happened wow. yeah so that that was also quite fun right okay and what about trisha ash has she spoken anything at all about the music or about yeah it? she she was hooked on to aganaga and mm. like as soon as the song released she was shooting in uh, kashmir at that point but like the whole time she was just playing the song on loop and she was sending me videos and she's just like i can't get the song out of my head like it's so good her mum message saying it was really really nice her fan clubs um, like they got in touch saying it was like such an amazing track everyone was obsessed with it like even when it came as the bgm in ps1 mm. like i remember my social media was just flooded with Uh, release the BGM of PS1 release 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 because everyone wanted to hear Aganaga and then when the song came out it did like so well it was nice I was so hearing it, it everywhere a song then yeah uh, in Aganaga or it turned out it, to be a song in PS2 it was supposed to be in PS2 but then right. Rahman sir suggested to Mani sir that they use it for BGM and PS1 right. I think he said that also in an interview and right. uh, then. it went viral at that point only right. then the full version came out uh, now for ps2 right right okay and um, obviously you were uh, talking of again the promotional tour you were part of the uh, the anthem shoot as well right because yeah. i was seeing that group picture yeah 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 was that your, was okay t- tell me what was when was and uh, what was your first interaction with arr sir first ever ever uh First ever, I met uh, Rahman sir at a wedding. I think in twenty uh, twelve, it was in uh, Chennai, and 
I will. I in, again, in retrospect, I feel I sound really creepy, but like I was just standing and sipping Coca Cola, and I was just staring at him the whole time because I couldn't believe that he was there. And like the people they I was with, they kept encouraging me to go and take a picture with him, but I was just like, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. I was too shy to go and ask. And like even if someone else tried to go up to him, I would pull them back because I'm just like, no, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. But then when he was leaving, at that point, it hit me that I may never get to see him ever again in life, and like I didn't want to miss that opportunity. So I think. Uh, like I chased him down the stairs, and then just before he got into the car, I was like, "So please, I'm a really big fan. Can I get a picture?" And uh, then, of course, he was like, he was very sweet, and he said, "Yeah, for sure." So then I got the picture, and uh, I don't know if I still have it. It was taken on someone's uh, old BlackBerry. The mm. flash was on. It was. It. I definitely did not look uh, good, but like it was just a something for the memory. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And uh, that was the first time I uh, uh, met uh, Raman sir in life. Right. Okay. Great. And then having to work with him as part of this journey, what was it like? So, um, most of Raman sir's uh, studio work, whether uh, was handled by the assistant directors and Mani mm. sir. So, as production, I didn't go there as much. Yeah. i went before poni nadi and then like few rare opportunities that i've got otherwise it's just sana and anbu who are handling it but the few times i've gone i've just been like mind blown that i mean i've always known music is a language mm. but i've never heard anybody speak it mm. rahman sir is the first person i've ever heard uh, speak music like he'll just say you have to he'll he'll say like a note and then he'll hum a tune and then he'll he'll move on and you know he'll just say it like in words mm. and everyone over there just understands what he means and i'm just like staring like oh my god like what is happening and then they'll go and then they'll try something and then 10 minutes later they'll come back and it'll be like a proper tune at that point and mm. it would just sound so cool like he speaks so like music so fluently it, it's it's mind blowing mind blowing It's just amazing to be able to watch that because I don't get to see that anywhere else. Right, right, of course. And then uh, having been part of the shoot for the PS anthem and interacting with him, what was it like? And did you get to talk to him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we spoke a lot during the shoot, mm. and it was a night shoot um, on uh, just a couple of weeks uh, before the film yeah. released. And Rayman uh, sir was like. super jovial like he had like full energy the whole night uh, and that really helped everyone else because we had all been up through the day of course as had he but just when we were about to get tired or something like that when he is like performing with full enthusiasm and the song is like playing it was it was an infectious uh, environment for sure we didn't really want that uh, shoot mm. to end somehow it felt like that time flew by mm. usually night shoots feel like oh my god morning is never like it can't come soon enough but uh, this it just flew by yeah okay yeah and then so it was fasting also at that point oh, so yeah. it it would have been like so much more uh, energy draining for him uh, because he obviously had to be up the whole night for this and then go back and do his prayers and stuff mm. so it really had so wow and um were you there when he was being choreographed with 
with that swat thing and all that and yeah yeah brinda master uh, yeah. came to uh, help with the choreography for the yeah. film shad so shad ali segal was directing it mm. uh, so shad so had worked with rehman sir before on um, okay jano okay uh. jano yeah and of course as mani sir's ad um and then now when he came to direct this video it 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 was just like i mean they're obviously way older to me and like way senior but their energy is like so child like it's uh. it's they're just so passionate about uh films and they were just like let's do this let's try that um brinda mas like shahad sir had like a list of shots that he had in mind he had like an idea for the video rehman sir was like really cool and on board with that brinda master came and then she added her uh like touch to it nirav uh, shah sir was the uh dop so he also added his touch to it uh and shivas sir wrote the lyrics for that song as well yeah yeah so yeah. Was, uh everyone contributed in their own way and this was something which we didn't expect was going to happen right earlier we had finished shoot and stuff a long time ago mm. we never thought that this promo song would require like a music video shoot or anything so it was just again like a happy surprise and i think my highlight was not that many people would get to say that they got to work with rehman sir on a music video mm. and i feel like it was really cool that i got to do that for ps for mani sir project and you know where he was performing throughout the whole video like only like a handful of people get to say that and so well, how long was the shoot work for that for an entire night yeah that's it right just one night wow okay and after the shoot does it obviously goes to mani sir for review like once it's yeah yeah see. yeah yeah definitely what would happen if he had any feedback saying hey this is this some this needs to be a bit different or because, but the shoot is already done we could have always done a patch shoot right. um or like gone for another day or something if so had another idea but everything was discussed with him beforehand only and he was actively involved throughout the whole process it's not that he was not aware of anything and you know was only seeing it after he was involved through the whole stage he knew the costumes they were going to wear he knew uh, oh, wow, what the frame, yeah what the framing was going to be like what the color scheme was going to be like he, he knew everything everything was discussed so when he saw the final product he quite liked it just as is there was nothing for us to go back and do mm. as, as as part of your journey with him of course PS itself is quite a journey, right? Uh, uh, do you know how he manages his time? Like w- how he goes about doing his time management, considering the fact that he's probably one of the first to wake up super early in the morning and then probably the last to go to bed. You should ask him this. <laughs> it's something you should ask him this, and it's something I think everyone can learn from. But you would have noticed it as part of your. Uh, so. So he's always working. Mm. Basically, I think that's how he manages his time. He's just always working on uh, something or the other, yeah. and uh, that's just uh, that's it. Right. And um, were there moments where he must have been stressed and uh, being being part of the team? You would sense it, and then you would you just run away when he's in that zone, and then come back later. No. no 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 um everyone gets stressed but again i keep coming back to the same point that it's collaborative it's mm-hmm. never uh you know 
it's ne- never anybody barking instructions and saying just do it that's literally never happened it's always just you know this is the vision how best can we execute it what does it take to do that it's always like a conversation and a dialogue mm right so it is intimidating in the sense of course it's like uh you know nani sir rahman sir they're like greatest of great so obviously when you don't want to disappoint them but that's like your own personal mm-hmm. thing and they are also very patient and kind of supportive they're good teachers they're really really good teachers mm-hmm. so yeah, and w- once let's say um the shoot is done for the day right so do they mm. obviously go back and review everything that that's been shot yeah definitely and also they prep for the next day in terms of what all needs to be done and mm. uh, you know uh, what requirements are there mm. for those scenes and then any changes to the call sheet are made and then the assistant directors uh, share it right okay and so he also takes feedback from his team as well uh in uh as part of that process yeah, yeah. as in uh, of course so in, like when shoot is happening and let's say another set has to get ready mm. we only know like for example if we know that a set is going to be late then mm. we can't waste anybody's time least of all his so mm. it's always just uh, so i think that would take like a little longer so the assistant director would go and tell him that maybe we should try this and so it's like yeah for sure Mm. it's just about uh, problem solving on the spot right okay and what was the last day of the shoot at 4 ps which uh, i think is one and ps2 got shot together right yeah we shot together yeah uh the so last day was still again it was just like a really chaotic day we finished and then sir said um rat yeah. and then everyone just like we were all just taking pictures with each other we had some uh, snacks um yeah. kananana had brought some snacks so we ate some bhaji and we ate some nice. murik and <laughs> all of that it was very uh, normal is, is, and then is there a, is there a favorite snack for uh, manisha i know he likes dark chocolates i always give him lint 78% that uh, yeah yeah um aside from chocolates does he have like any snacks and all that murke patte the usual stuff usual stuff right okay and having been through this the ps journey if ps3 was going to ever be made i'm just saying would you would you be part of that with the chaotic world again yeah why not okay <laughs> if i was given an opportunity then yeah for sure why not right so where are you heading like from do you have a vision for your career i know you have just started off your journey working with the greatest i just want to be part of uh, really good uh, stories mm-hmm. um and be involved in the process of getting them made and telling them yeah um so how wherever that takes me whoever that makes me meet whatever uh stories are here mm-hmm. and just getting it executed along the way so would you still be like part of the production team or would you get into direction or you haven't thought about it it's too early i i i i'll just be in production is that right okay yeah right i'd love to be a producer and uh, 
you know eventually i'll get there that i'm sure so mm, i'm sure that's it yeah so we'll see yeah <laughs> and have you had any off the record chats with mani sir has he provided any advice uh lots or yeah yeah lots uh, it doesn't always have to be like a planned uh, conversation could just be in yeah. general or maybe just him sharing some experience of his but being a fan and then being a fan first mm. and then only uh working with him i think everything he says for me has always been like it's still a little bit like uh, oh my god is it actually him saying this to me am i actually in this space am i actually getting to hear it it's a lot like that obviously with rehman sir as well um even during the music video shoot when in between takes we were just talking and um, i actually wore a t-shirt to that shoot that said uh, mani ratnam ar rehman it was like two venn diagrams and uh, like at the intersection it just said life yeah and he was he was laughing about that t-shirt and i was just like yeah well, this is so true i've literally grown up on their music yeah as a 90s kid like i've grown up to the arr manisha combo amazing so so yeah and you also so at that point he, sorry no sorry? i'll I'll no, no, ask about the next thing later no no go ahead no i was going to say you also flew with them for uh, um the gulzar saab uh, thing the mumbai tour as well yeah yeah so as part of the chola tour uh, rehman sir manisha gulzar sir were giving interviews in bombay mm-hmm. so we were there and so surreal so surreal and they're all so down to earth they're all so down to earth and they're just propping like, everyone is a fan of the other one like gulzar sir is obviously like uh, he has huge respect for mani sir and rehman sir rehman sir has huge respect for mani sir and gulzar sir and it's just all of them are so down to earth and uh, you know humble and to just be in that room and like hear what they had to say it was just too cool I, I, and initially i was telling myself that okay like no pictures like it's fine just let it be like give them their space but then after a point i was like i can't i need it like i don't know if this moment will come again it was like that day when i chased my monster down the stairs i was like i don't know if this will happen again so when it is i just want something so at least it just like i can go back to that image again and again i keep looking at it i look at it like every the day and i'm just like oh my god it's a nice happened. picture yeah I, I, yeah I, i've seen yeah. i mean i think my excitement is too visible on my face yeah i'm just like grinning Why from yeah yeah exactly yeah and then i sent it to my family and then my dad was also like oh i'm i'm a huge fan of uh, gulzar sir i didn't know you were meeting him you should have told me you should have get got me an autograph and then at that point i was flexing to my dad i'm saying be cool you will get a time some day in life where you get to meet him i worked for four years to get to this point what have you done <laughs> <laughs> nice nice so um what was i going to ask is there is there anything or any topic under the sun that you want to talk about let me ask you some questions oh my god the yeah. podcast is for you Yeah I know but like I'll ask you and then you can ask me later. Okay. Uh, Don't tell so me what's your, your most favorite song it's hard. I can't No no it. I'll start with album. Okay. You pick three albums. Mm. You'll not kill me if it's not a money sir album right I'm just joking. Okay. It's, it's okay. Uh Dil Se is definitely one. Yeah. Mm Trida Trida 
uh i can never imagine not naming it then uh, i'll say lagan lagan is a insane album it's a yeah. mad album because i mean just last week i went back to the album and so started with one song after the other right from the first one till then and i kept on going in a loop and so i wrote I, in my car when i was driving somewhere just just so that i finished that soundtrack again <laughs> yeah i uh, was with shruti harihar subramaniam uh, earlier today and mm-hmm. one of my colleagues abhinav and we were also you like shruti was coming on this podcast yes i did uh and she was humming uh, the lagan uh, songs actually so then right. this afternoon that's been playing in my mind ore chori to oh, be yeah? specific yeah such right. a beautiful song and what's your top 3 albums top 3 or pick 3 i'll say pick 3 not top 3 ravan ha huh. guru hey what by the what's this It, you're so biased yes <laughs> yes <laughs> no denial naturally okay non money money so albums <clears throat> um lagan tal uh then what else it's tough mm, you put I. which one was the third one i oh i oh interesting choice all the songs but i think i think i more because of the memories associated with it like uh, that released when i was in uh, my final year of school so yeah. i remember like after some exams had gotten over whatever 25 of us went to watch that film together mm. and um, after that like that entire summer um, or like the next holiday whatever when whenever we were going out anywhere that was the only album that we were playing in the car again and again and again so and it was always like with friends in like a big bunch yeah right so yeah and and during all the- uh, even endiran uh, right okay nice i had the uh, like that song that entire album also we have uh, listened to so many times and have you looped any of the songs like time and again infinite loop not like pausing and listening to something else there was a there was a point of time where uh, from jaane tu ya jaane na kahin to Yeah. and tere uh, bina from guru right. like i would play that on loop and then go to sleep listening to it like it would be the last thing i do at the end of the day i'd go back to the room lights off everything i'd just keep listening to that song uh, to those songs till i drifted off to bed right. it was just so beautiful so beautiful mm and it's like a tradition that i have like every time i get a, a new pair of earphones or headphones or something like that mm. wherever i am like i will the first song i listen to would be behne de from ravan oh wow interesting choice right i thought you would have said because most ara fans would have said trida uh, trida as a sound no, check no. for any new headphones no no uh, i think i got uh, a gift which was some headphones or something and I, at that point i was going through like this uh-huh. phase where I, the only song i would listen to was usre pogde or behne de and everybody i met i was just like have you heard this have you heard this have you heard this and i would keep playing it uh-huh. so it started off as a thing then and then i've just kind of kept it going whenever right interesting okay because it just starts with 
instruments first mm. then you just have that beat come in and then the song starts and it's a it's a long track also did so it eventually grew on you or no it, i i loved it from the beginning right and any uh, this is this is a term amongst the air of and slow poisons so slow poisons poison tracks um chinanjiran elevay from ps2 huh chinanjiran elevay from uh, ps2 huh that was a, a definite uh, slow poison now currently that's the song i listen to every day really yeah so like i heard it before and then when um, the film when we watched the film before release and stuff at that point also i was like okay i know that when i watch this film in the theater with full effects and you know everything this is going to be the song that does it for me and it did like when the childhood love story happens and then at the climax of the film also when uh, khatija's version of it it's just hauntingly beautiful it's yeah, yeah. such a lovely track such a lovely track and in all languages it's not just tamil just all languages even in hindi especially with uh, arijit singh it's mm. like too good and i i'm i'm a huge fan of arijit singh as well like even yeah. manisha knows it so uh when i heard that like you know he was on board to sing for ps2 and it was them so arijit uh, manisha all for like with gulzar sir's lyrics i was like oh my god this is just too good and uh, does manisha have a favorite song at all from ps as he you should ask him. no about things like that huh you should ask him you should call him on your podcast he's he's coming he's coming yeah but it's been a journey to get him to come yeah as you would imagine naturally <laughs> like the best things take time but i'm sure that will be the uh, like podcast episode of yours that would be watched the most everybody would want to know <laughs> right Ashi I noticed something is hanging on the door behind and I could somehow feel that that's ARR's uh, picture on the lanyard this is uh, I went for one of uh, Rehman sir's uh, concerts he had a recent concert in Pune yeah and it was just after the film had released like I think it was just two days after release and um, obviously because of the initially I didn't plan to go but then just so happened that i had like a little bit of off time that day uh, they they yeah. gave me off so i was just like okay i'm not going to sit in chennai so i booked like last minute flights and i rushed i took the i think some 330 flight i landed in pune at 530 went straight to the venue but there was a really big jam yeah. so i walked uh, for like about 45 minutes got to the location uh, and made it just to see made it just in time for the intro and then i was there for the full concert it got over at like uh, 10 20 i think everyone saw how it ended which yeah was not not cool but i mean anyway yeah. these things happen finish that and then flew back on the 1 am flight back to chennai like i literally went oh wow the same night yes yeah the same night i i'm sure rehman sir at some point will have concerts in chennai as well but like i'm a really big fan of his hindi music as well and the concert in chennai will 100% not have that many hindi songs so i was like i don't want to miss this opportunity so just went there to check yeah. out uh, the concert wow. and then come back so amazing i love I it i have to say a big shout out to nazif for making it happen mm-hmm. because he sorted me out with tickets like last minute so like very very grateful to him having all of them mm. okay yeah very nice amazing so, and uh, talking of that uh, since you obviously love 
uh hindi soundtracks any any of the favorite soundtracks in hindi particularly fana it's a classic yeah um, yeah it's honestly so cool like that film released about 20 years ago and mm. it's any club that you go to now or if like you're ever with friends and you're just like vibing it's still so relevant like his music is like timeless especially with money sir it's timeless it's it's even now if i'm with my friends we all sing still sing to it dance along to it it's right. everyone just gets like so hyped up whenever it plays even the ones who are sitting will get up for yakay teri and fana right and what about non money money sir albums hindi um you need to literally drag you out of okay money pappu <laughs> can dance okay yeah uh pappu can dance or jodha uh, akbar right all of those amazing so ashi it's been fantastic to have you on this podcast thank you so much for calling me thank you thank you i mean i've i've been keen to have you because of the fact that um obviously get a different perspective about things and then um, i i could feel that um although this is the first time we are interacting i could feel that your energy was going to be infectious and uh, you know a fan will obviously recognize another fan very easily so that's why i was keen and then that's how i got in touch and wanted you to be part of this journey and to create this memory which will be cherished yeah uh, yeah when when you become a very big producer this this interview of yours will still be there <laughs> yeah 100% 100% we'll we'll do one uh after you have done a couple of more projects yeah uh, for sure anytime kamala sensors uh, project i'm sure you're part of that too right yeah the next one so we should do one once when it comes to the superb 100% 100% great and before i let you go uh two things a message for arr sir in the podcast every guest does, does that so it's your turn thank you for giving me the soundtrack of my life <laughs> literally the bgm of my life the bgm of my life is definitely only ramachar's music right and a message for mani sir you'll be like thank you for no no thank you for everything for the last 4 years ps was my life yeah so thank you for everything thank you for the internship and the uh, work experience over the last few years every day i've learned a lot amazing great ashi i wish you the best and thank you so much seeing the success stories uh in the future and uh, pretty sure we'll catch up when i come to chennai next definitely definitely <laughs> <laughs>